Hello and welcome to Nice Talks. I'm Abby Kinch, a member of NICE's media relations team. In this episode, we are going to be discussing our guidance on colorectal cancer. Colorectal cancer is the fourth most common cancer in the UK, and we are going to find out more about its symptoms and what NICE recommends. Joining me to talk about this are two previous members of our colorectal cancer committee, Justin Davies, a previous topic expert, and Julie Hepburn, a former A member. Thank you both for joining me today. So, Justin, what is the difference, or is there a difference, between bowel cancer and colorectal cancer? So, both terms generally mean the same thing. Bowel cancer is a more generic and and lay term, whereas colorectal cancer is the more anatomically correct term. So, both terms really relate to cancer that forms in the large bowel, which includes both the colon and the rectum. Thank you, Justin. And what are the warning signs and symptoms? One of the important factors to remember is that sometimes bowel cancer can be present without any significant symptoms. And that's why the National Bowel Cancer Screening Programme is so important for people to participate in when they're sent tests through the post to check for blood in the stool or poo. But sometimes there are symptoms and the most common types of symptoms include unexplained rectal bleeding, so bleeding from the bottom, particularly if that blood is older and darker and if it's mixed in with the faeces. And even bright red blood that might potentially be coming from hemorrhoids or piles, if it's new, should be taken seriously. In addition, we see patients who have a significant change in their bowel habits, so a change from what's normal for them to something different that lasts for several weeks, and in particular when they're going to the toilet more frequently and passing a looser bowel motion and that persists for several weeks, that should be investigated. And I guess finally any unexplained weight loss, tiredness, particularly if it relates to anemia or a lump that somebody becomes aware of in their tummy, these should all be taken seriously and the person advised to consult with their general practitioner in the first instance. Thank you for sharing. And now, Julie, what led you to believe you had cancer? In the beginning, lots of things led me to believe I didn't have cancer because I knew what the symptoms were, you know, blood in the poo and alteration in bowel habit over a period of weeks. And I never saw any blood and my bowel habits came and went. So... I would be very, very ill one night with diarrhea, vomiting, terrible pain, and the next morning I'd be fine and it wouldn't come back for another week. So I really thought at the beginning, oh no, well, it it can't be bowel cancer because there's no blood in the poo. And these nighttime problems went on for about three weeks. You know, every five to six days, I would have a terrible night and I'd be fine in the morning. But I did have a big holiday planned because I'd only just retired and I was going to go to Cyprus for three weeks. So I really didn't want to interrupt the plans at that stage. And I didn't think it was anything serious. I thought it might be that winter vomiting bug or something. So I went on holiday and it did get worse during the holiday. It seemed as if everything had blocked up inside me. I wasn't going to the toilet normally. I got home all right and I went straight to the GP and I was referred very quickly and saw someone in the hospital 10 days later. So symptoms didn't really make me think I had cancer at all to start with. In fact, I felt quite confident I didn't have it because I didn't have the symptoms that you think about. Thank you for sharing, Julie. Can you tell us when you were diagnosed and what the experience was like? 
I went to the hospital and he could feel a lump in my abdomen and he referred me for a virtual colonoscopy, which I had three weeks later. And that's not a, the normal type of colonoscopy. It's more like a CT scan. And so I went back to the hospital, I think it was two weeks after that. But by that stage, I really was having trouble managing with solid food. I was, it was causing the symptoms more and more often. So I went back to see the people at the hospital about two weeks after this CT scan. And so I went in and saw the consultant for the first time. And he asked me why I thought I was there. <laughs> that afternoon and I just said well to get the results of the scan I thought it was a bit odd being asked why I thought I was there but then he started talking about a large bulky tumour and that I would need major surgery and then I would probably need chemotherapy and I don't really remember him mentioning the word cancer but I knew what we were talking about and I said oh I thought it was something bad and so we talked a bit more and booked a date to have the surgery uh, which was going to be in about 10 days time and then I went out with the nurse who'd been in the room I mean I did think it was a bit strange the nurse being invited in I thought oh it doesn't look good you know him bringing the nurse in with me but then she talked to me and she mentioned cancer and I really think that was the first time I heard the word and it really gave me a shock and I thought well that's stupid because I know that's what we've been talking about but it's a very powerful word and it does sort of hit you and we discussed a few more things and she gave me a little card with my contact colorectal nurse on it and then I went off and walked back to the car and it all felt very strange because it was a lovely day I remember in late March and I'd walked through the park to get to the hospital and, and going back through the park it was weird because everything around me looked the same and yet it seemed to me as if everything had changed and I was in a different sort of world <laughs> but looking at all the same things. Thank you for sharing your story. So you were both involved on NICE's colorectal cancer committee. Justin, can you explain why you wanted to get involved in the NICE guideline? Well, I think it's important that we have guidance that's up to date and that can help in managing patients with bowel cancer. And so I was keen that there was clinical input from someone who deals with patients and treats patients with bowel cancer on a day-to-day -day basis and that's why I was keen to be the topic advisor for the group and the guidelines required updating given the emergence of new evidence and information and so it's important that we can provide guidance for managing bowel cancer in adults particularly with a view to increasing quality of life and increasing survival really through the management of, of the disease. And what do the recommendations seek to do from this guideline? Well, the recommendations seek to inform healthcare professionals, perhaps overarching healthcare commissioners and commissioning services, along with patients and their family members and carers about guidance for the management of the disease, and in particular, the management of the local disease, by which I mean the bowel cancer itself, as well as then the management of any secondary spread from that cancer, which we term metastases. And as far as possible, doing this with a view to increasing the quality of life and the survival of our patients. That's the main aim and recommendation of the NICE guideline in terms of why it's there. Which recommendations were you most pleased were included? I'll probably try and choose the highlights that I think were important from certainly my perspective. And the first would be how we looked at providing appropriate treatment algorithms for patients with rectal cancer, including both early 
what one might term more standard and then also locally advanced rectal cancer and in particular looking at how the number of patients having treatment for rectal cancer may well be important particularly both the numbers treated by a hospital and the number of patients treated by an individual surgeon and this leads to consideration of whether more specialization in the treatment of rectal cancer should be considered in the UK and I think this is an important question to raise. I think secondly, we looked at the guidance for the use of chemotherapy after surgery for those patients who require that, and certainly not all do. But for those that do, in many cases, it's now clear that three months of treatment is as effective as six months. And so this is an important consideration to reduce the amount of chemotherapy that's required for some patients after surgery. And I think finally, one of our research recommendations was trying to find better ways of helping patients who struggle with bowel symptoms following removal of their rectum and sometimes radiotherapy, a condition called low anterior resection syndrome. And since the NICE guidelines have been published, several groups have started to look at this and indeed led by a group in Cardiff. There is now a trial called the Polaris trial, centres in England and Wales recruiting to look at treatment options to help quality of life and symptoms of patients with low anterior section syndrome following rectal cancer treatment. And so I think this is certainly something to be proud of. Thank you. So we've heard from Justin. Julie, why did you want to get involved in NICE guidelines? I felt that this would be a big step towards improving things for cancer patients and I was well aware that treatments have to be tried, tested, proved, all the evidence provided before it can become a nice recommendation. So I thought I could play a part in that. Apart from reading the NICE guideline on colorectal cancer, what advice would you give a person who has just been diagnosed with bowel cancer? Well, what I would do, looking back at it all, was I would have probably gone into hospital in the middle of the night when I was feeling really dreadful. Things might have happened a bit faster if that had been the case. That's pre-diagnosis, though. Anyone who has been diagnosed, I think, you know, look for all the help you can get. There's a lot of help available on charity lines, information, blogs, people you can talk to. There's places like the Maggie's Centres and Macmillan that can help people, and I think it is good to talk to people who've been through it and especially the ones who have come out the other side and have survived because that's what you need you need some confidence when you're going through that unpleasant period that yeah there's a good chance that, that you will come through it all right so it, being positive being positive I think is very important campaigner Dame Deborah James sat on one of our technology appraisal committees as a patient expert Justin how would you describe her legacy and how can we raise awareness of bowel cancer I think that's a very pertinent question and I think the very fact that most people will have heard of Dame Deborah James and know of her as a bowel babe in terms of her social media presence and the fact that she has shown her very brave and challenging journey through the television is in itself a huge step forward in terms of raising public awareness. April is Bowel Cancer Awareness Month. And again, it's another opportunity through social media, through podcasts such as this, and through the general media and medical environments in order to raise awareness. I think the key thing is to enable everyone to feel more able to talk about the difficult symptoms that bowel cancer can sometimes bring. And by difficult, I mean difficult to talk about. So bleeding from the bottom, 
changes in bowel habits towards a more diarrhea-like stool are, are things that people often find difficult to talk about to others. But I think the awareness of these symptoms and the awareness of the importance of seeking medical attention for these symptoms has been a huge step forward and something we should be very grateful for. to my guests Justin Davies and Julie Hepburn and thank you for joining us for another episode of Nice Talks. We hope you've enjoyed the programme. Remember you can find us on social media too. Search for at NiceComs. Join us again next month for another episode and until then goodbye. <laughs>